ஹலோ ஹாய் தேர் வெல்கம் டு கைடிங் வாய்ஸ் பாட்காஸ்ட் சீரீஸ் தி கைடிங் வாய்ஸ் ஃபார் எ பெட்டர் ஃபியூச்சர் திஸ் பாட்காஸ்ட் இஸ் டு ஹெல்ப் ஸ்டூடெண்ட்ஸ் அண்ட் யங் ப்ரொஃபஷனல்ஸ் டு ஷேப் தேர் கெரியர்ஸ் Dear listeners, in every episode, we interact with industry experts or academicians or coaches or leaders to drive some insightful conversations that will help our audience learn great things. So, we also share an interesting trivia or fun fact around the IT world towards the end of every episode. Thank you for tuning in. This is Naveen and I'm with my co-host Sudhakar. So, today we are going to discuss a topic around career development and nation building. And we are pleased to welcome Neetu to our show. Neetu Sharma is a development sector practitioner having close to two decades of working in the NGO sector. She has worked very closely with children, youth and community in the last two decades, working on innovative projects to enable them to become self-reliant. Neetu is currently serving as Navajyoti India Foundation as one of the directors. She is an NLP practitioner and a gold medalist in Masters in Social Work. She also has an advanced diploma in management. A lifelong learner, a passionate listener, a hardcore optimist and a highly spiritual person. She enjoys reading and listening to the music. Neetu, welcome to our show. Thank you. Thank you so much Naveen and Sudhaka for having me on the show. I'm looking forward to have a wonderful interaction. Absolutely. Let's get into it then. Neetu, can we talk a little bit about your career journey, your background and how you came into this current responsibilities? So, uh this last two decades have been really really rewarding and enriching Sudhaka. Mm-hmm. I was always a good student in school. however there was something which is you know which always drove me to do something different in my career in fact you can say that it was till class 12 i wasn't really clear on what i would be doing i wanted to do but i was very clear on what i would not do as part of my career so that not was very clear of what choices i would not make in mm-hmm. having a career but i wasn't really very clear on what path would i need to take so gradually i looked looked out for various options and i was wanted to do something which is creative which is interesting and which is has to do with working with people so i chose to do my graduation in home science with specialization in child development post which i opted for my post graduation in social work and both these courses it did totally totally changed my perspective about life about my about what career should be and about people i read a lot to strengthen my concepts of working with people during both my graduation and post graduation because both the courses involved a lot of field work but i took it very very sincerely i took my field work very sincerely did it with utmost sincerity and commitment because i knew that it would lay a very strong foundation of my career however when it was time to choose my workplace you know i ended up choose a grassroots level organization as my first place to work because i was always inclined to work in the field at the grassroots level you know this came as a surprise for my friends and uh, my parents as well because i was a university topper and they thought that i would rather choose a, a big organization or a research organization because i was always inclined towards research and uh, content and all of that but i ended up choosing a grassroots level organization with a very basic salary but i was very clear that why i was choosing this organization because focus of you know the first job is not really on uh, you know how much you earn or the position it is how much the organization has to offer you which would enhance your learning so that was very clear on my mind and needless to say this journey has been very fulfilling never even once i've got this feeling of saturation 
you know which is in so so common in the workforce today uh, every day has been a learning day for me and you know my mindset has always been on choosing continue you know on focusing on enhancing my potential continuously and towards contributing to the growth of the organization rather than what the organization was giving me and you know when you when you focus totally on on giving then you end up gaining a lot you end up gaining a lot and working with people has always been my strength i cherish upskilling my team members because majority of them are from the same communities where we were so has been truly truly rewarding and enriching journey for me from the university topper to the director of navjyoti india foundation this truly is an amazing journey so now moving on to the next topic meetu yeah. we all use this term career like a dark matter right so what is a career in your point of view i think this concept of career evolves as we become more experienced and as we look at life more closely with a lot of experience so today if you ask me i would say that when your passion meets a purpose that mm-hmm. is the career that is what career means to me today wow. and uh, you know most of us end up mixing it with means to run a home but that is just a job that is not a career because a career is an activity where we you know we will just love spending most of our time in it helps us to make a better person as well as a professional as then it also has to add value to our quality of life and as well as to the quality of life of people who are around us then you also have to have a positive contribution to the growth of the community so you know any career which has all these components which is enhancing your potential which is you know improving your quality of life which is helping you make a better person every day and a better professional and which is impacting the community positively i would say it's a career amazing thought neetu thank you navin thank you so much <laughs> yeah i really envy because looking at your career and the current role that you are playing in terms of influencing the career and shaping careers of people in islam areas and all it's really probably might be a rewarding experience for you and it might be very much fulfilling at the end of the day so you're truly speaking about your career itself i i see that passion meeting purpose and you doing a wonderful stuff in terms of contributing back to the society and all now slightly talking on a different note what to look out when somebody is planning to build or have a successful career as such yeah i think it is uh, having said that you know when you you look out for well-being of the community or quality of life of people around us it does not necessarily mean that it would only be for people who are into development sector it is applicable uniformly across all sectors so like i said you know it has to begin with an alignment between our aptitude and interest that is the first step that we need to have whether you know for the youth today whether they need to be aware of what their aptitude is and what their interests are because sometimes there is a mismatch between the aptitude and the interest so either the you know either people choose something which which is of interest to them but they may not necessarily have the right aptitude to pursue it sometimes they mistake uh, it to be uh, you know they choose uh, something which they are you know they want to have as an hobby as a career and they end up doing very bad job out so there has to be an alignment between an aptitude and interest a lot of people also opt for career choices as per the growth of opportunities in the same sector so they would have uh, heard either from their parents or peers that this is a sector where there's a lot of scope of growth and you should join it and people end up again making bad choices because that is not made for them because they may not really necessarily love what they're doing 
so that is very important to understand when you look out for building a successful career first is aptitude and alignment between aptitude and interest another important thing to note is the fact that success is a very relative term for me success may be a very different may have a very different connotation for you it may mean something else so we also need to understand what a successful career means to us for some it may be continuous uh, you know growth in designations it may be continuous growth in their packages for some it may just be regular consistent appreciation and recognition of what they are doing at work so it has to be absolutely imperative that we are very clear on what success means to you you know means to us so once we have this clarity we would direct our efforts accordingly surely for me it is not just related to earning more wealth more recognition more designation because you know we've seen that if we run after these things it would not last long so it has to you know again coming back to successful career is something which improves us every day as a person as as a professional recently i've come across a very beautiful line that you know if we become a critical resource for the universe then the universe would provide us everything that we want in fact we should all aspire to become that critical resource for the universe that would mean that every day we're improving as a person as a professional and that would you know really bring a successful career for us and then a career is also successful career is also something which where we can be empowered to improve the quality of life of all aspects of our wheel of life in fact not just one aspect is you know we generally talk about this professional financial aspect but it also has to address the quality of life of all aspects not just financial but also our family our relationships our health our creation our friend circle everything should be impacted positively when we have a successful career and something which brings joy satisfaction and positive contribution to the well-being of society so it has to be a very very balanced you know concept when it comes to successful career wonderful to me personally becoming a critical resource to the universe itself is a big learning and i'm definitely going to work on it thanks for sharing that so uh, neetu what are the virtues that the youth need to imbibe especially which can contribute in nation building while having a successful career yes you know it is absolutely very important that we stay connected to our roots as the youth we must know where our roots are in terms of our nation in terms of where we are and what virtues it brings to us an awareness on how smallest of contribution and single sincere effort to do the job at hand contributes to nation building that needs to be instilled in the youth sometimes we feel that you know we are at a very starting point at our career i've heard a lot of youth saying that when we become at that level when we become great or when we come to that level we will do something for the society so this awareness has to be instilled in the youth that every single effort which they do at their job at hand to the best of their capability it is contributing to nation building at navjyoti when we work on the youth we instill four c's in them which uh, we feel that if every youth is uh, imbibes these four c's it would lead to nation building these four c's are they need to become competent in what they are doing they need to be highly compassionate they need to be conscientious and then they need to be change makers so once they imbibe all these virtues they will be able to contribute nation building so this just doesn't come with uh, you know becoming strong on technical skills if you are an engineer you're very good engineer or if you're a doctor very good doctor or teacher very good at teaching they everyone needs to work on all three h 
head hand and heart so everyone needs to really work on improving their competence and skills you know which revolves around these three h head hand and heart so we all need to really improve all the three aspects so again you know a very important tool i have seen that when youth expose themselves in the areas of community service then they undertake field work to apply knowledge which they gain uh, during their university education they take up life projects for exploring they apply their skills to solve real life problems then they are able you know much better uh, able to imbibe these uh, uh, these virtues and they are much better in a better position to become competent compassionate conscientious change makers so it just doesn't come with uh, being very good in studies or with very good with in your subjects it essentially involves in really uh, you know applying their skills to solve life problems take up life projects do a lot of field work which is related to their own fields you know this really holistically develops them and i have also seen that youth who has experiences of uh, you know volunteering they are much better in life skills at workplace and the others who just join after straight away just uh, you know only college experience or university experience thank you neetu for sharing the 4 c's and 3 h philosophy if not anyone i am definitely going to put this to use thank you thank you so much sir so neetu moving on to the next topic you have worked with dr karan bedi very closely you know what has been your experience working with the first woman ips officer of india and a great leader admired by many can you please share a few of her leadership traits that inspired you i'm sure our audience will love to understand more I think uh, I feel truly blessed to you know in my journey I got a mentor like her you know she is one person who would always walk the talk whatever you hear about her whatever you read about her I've personally witnessed that she's literally she literally walked the talk mm-hmm. and uh, you know so some of the biggest lessons that I learned while working with her she is constantly highly impatient in terms of always uh, focusing on what's new she's always looking out for opportunities of what new can be done she gets very you know she finds things which are repetitive as very monotonous very quickly so that is that kind of impatient has always you know passed on to us and she always tells us always be on the lookout for what's new the kind of persona she has she's never satisfied with routine and mundane jobs and that that has also got imbibed in us in unconscious level and now we are also always uh, driven by her motivation to innovate create projects which are relevant and which are always ahead of time so this is one thing which we in the organization as part of our culture we are always uh, you know looking out for what's new so we are not happy with settling down with whatever we have it is about always being thirsty for creating something new and always being staying relevant and ahead of our times So this is one big lesson that I've learned while working with her. And very important because we work at grassroots, we work in uh, you know development sector where all resources are always a constraint. So second very important lesson is less is more. So, you know gradually with time I have also realized that this philosophy is not just for the development sector but it is equally applicable to each one of us whether in personal or professional life. we need to understand how do we make the most of the resources which are already in hand 
third very important thing that I learned from her is missionary zeal. During my uh, initial days of my career with her, she used to always tell that you know, even though you we are all earning out of our job, you, I mean, it's it's like you know, we're working in the NGOs, but we are being paid for this, but still we need to have that missionary zeal. So initially, I I couldn't understand and couldn't relate because I was also somebody who's like you know, yes, after this I have to move to a research organization, do something which I love. you know in terms of doing uh, great research studies and all of that but never could relate to what missionary zeal is but gradually uh, with time i realized that uh, you know in, in a career which provides us for financial support it is possible to work with missionary zeal and it is applicable for all the sectors not just the development sector we need to rise beyond the thought of what is in store for us we need to direct our actions driven by a missionary zeal so this is one thing another thing which i learned from is have absolutely pure intentions pure intentions bring resources so and we have experienced it in navjyoti whenever we look out for any need of the community whenever we feel there's a need for a community and we do not have resources we just start the work and resources come our way so we've seen that if we have pure intentions resources would be there and then you know another important thing is begin with what you have is never you know we always hear people saying that once we have thing we will do this project once i have i have the support we will i'll do this project uh, we in jyoti have really experienced that it is possible to begin with whatever you have so it has also taught us to optimize the resources already in hand somewhere it is also linked with less is more concept but we always don't wait for sources to come we are we don't wait for any things to happen we just begin with whatever we have and gradually we just build on it so these are some beautiful beautiful lessons that i have learned from her and in fact they have very much become part of my personality and you know my personal life as well not just professional but personal life as well thank you neetu all are great lessons but i could connect more with the last one that you picked that is begin with what you have i always say this that there is nothing called perfect in this world so there is no auspicious or best time to start something absolutely So continuing on Navjyoti as part of your work with underprivileged youth mainly from marginalized sections what are some key observations that you identified or connected you with to take it forward you know social change is a continuous process it is a process which requires long term effort it is not something which happens overnight so you know we feel that yes this is a three month course and youth would get trained and then they would get placed it doesn't work like that you need to even if you know you give them some uh, some technical skills you place them in some jobs there has to be a continuous hand holding for with them and continuous upskilling which is required to work with to bring that desired change in them so uh, that is one one thing which we've always uh, felt and which we've always observed that it requires a long term changing somebody's mindset changing somebody's life making somebody you know self reliant is a long term and continuous process another if uh, you know we feel that uh, ngos uh, you know we work to empower people we work to bring their bring some changes in their life but another important thing that we all must understand is that this route to make them self reliant is not by giving them something it has to have their meaningful participation in their own development process you can't just do it one sided it cannot be a one sided affair where you just provide them training it has to be uh, you know a participatory process wherein 
all the people all the beneficiaries participate in their own development process because then they will be able to own this completely they will be able to take accountability of their own lives and not just dependent on us for bringing about any change so that is very important another thing is if we are specifically talking about the youth it is very very important to catch them early because if you really want to make them productive members of the society they have to be caught at an early age because like i said it's a long term journey the earlier we catch them the better it is and the better changes can be uh, brought out in their mindset in their in their attitude and uh, in their behaviors so it's very important to catch them early and then you know we've always seen that there's always a tendency to blame them for their deviant behavior we've seen that you know youth is we always blame them that they have become deviant they become drug addict abusers they become delinquents and uh, have become deviated but you know in navjyoti we always look out to address the root cause that lead them to exhibit this deviant behavior because we feel that behavior again is a manifestation of some root cause and if we want to change that behavior we have to address that root cause so uh, navjyoti works uh, to address these root causes which lead to crime and which lead to deviancy in society so that's why we work in education sector skill development programs uh, you know women empowerment programs poverty alleviation programs because we feel these are all the root causes which would lead to deviant behavior in crime in society yeah i think that's an inspiring journey and uh, it's not that easy to continuously contribute to the csr initiatives for more than two decades and truly inspiring conversation so far so neetu what is your message to the youth of the nation in bettering the lives of uh, our citizens from marginalized sections we have a very beautiful model in navjyoti which we call mm-hmm. bal gurukul now when we talking about contributing to society and even when we call for action from outsiders we believe that we must first do it with our own beneficiaries with our own children which navjyoti reaches out to because we feel that it is not something that you need to work in the development sector to work with communities every person can make this change every person can drive this change so what we do in our bal gurukul is that we mobilize our own beneficiaries as young as 8 year old to about 18 year old to reach out to other children of the community so whatever they are good at if they are good at dance we ask them to reach out to at least two other people of the community and teach them dance if they are good in some other subjects say for example if they are good in english just take identify two other children teach them english of whatever if you if you love to you know do storytelling reach out to two other children do storytelling with them so that has instilled early leadership in these children and and it has really created a ripple effect that children are reaching out to other children created a chain of change uh, you know it, it, it's kind of a chain reaction in the community and today we have about 800 children already who are first generation learners whose parents are working as uh, daily wage laborers these children are reaching out to 4000 other children of the community so we feel when these children from marginalized sections can do it the youth surely can create this meaningful contribution so you don't have to wait for you to become something or successful or you know really get into development sector each one of us can take up initiatives at our own levels we reach out to areas of our interest if people are interested in teaching they can take up those projects if they're interested in environment take up there is no dearth of opportunities to contribute towards csr initiatives the only thing that is required is the will to do it and a sincere commitment and a consistent effort you know you need to be consistent it's not just that today you are motivated you do something you do it for two days and uh, and then you know finish it off 
there has to be some consistency so everyone can do it we just need to be uh, sensitized in different ways and just need to identify social causes which moves us for which we feel passionately about and then again you know when you have pure intentions you would find ways to do it I think that's well said and here is a call for action to all our listeners we are going to publish the details of Navjyoti Foundation in the show notes and also link to LinkedIn profile of Neetu so in case if you guys are interested in doing your bit as part of the corporate social responsibility or as part of your own passion we strongly recommend you to reach out to Neetu and provide or do your bit to the nation building So Neetu one last question for this episode so from your experience like what are your tips for the students and young professionals aspiring to make their mark in the society and make a big impact in their own careers I think uh, very clearly like I said first thing that you need to do is really identify what you're truly good at and then the virtues that define you as a professional so again you know you need to have your own unique what we call USPs So if somebody talks about for example Neetu then they really know and say that Neetu is known for these virtues as a professional so you really need to understand and be aware of those virtues then always believe that you know it is always a teamwork develop that as part of your personality it is not about taking credits it is not about getting the right recognition it is about developing yourself as a indispensable team member and always have that zeal to do to take up initiative people should be known for taking initiatives in their in their organizations and when you do that you also need to have a balance compassion balance it with right kind of compassion sometimes we feel that people are very good at work they're very aggressive in meeting deadlines but because they are very good they are not able to empathize with others who may not be so good in meeting deadlines but they may have some other virtues so you need to have that empathy and compassion in your personality then you know your passion again should be highly highly infectious people should know you for your passion that whatever you do you're so passionate you know your your body language your you again your expressions it should exuberate that passion for your work another important thing is that it has to be continuous upskilling i did my masters in social work 20 years back and in these 20 years lot of concepts of social work has changed lot of management concepts have come but if i wasn't reading i wasn't upskilling myself throughout I would not have been so relevant even if you're settled in your career you're happy with the growth do not forget to upskill yourself you know you always need to understand what is your next level how do you take yourself it is not about again designations it is about your professional and personal exposure how do you take yourself to the next level so keep identifying those opportunities of upskilling and goes without saying that you have to be a good reader read 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 a lot about your subject about general things about whatever it is of interest to you i think these are few tips which would really make you really glow with a beautiful beautiful life i would say wow thank you so much neetu for joining us today and for the wonderful insights on career development and national building and of course your life's experience to the you we really appreciate it Thank you. Thank you so much Naveen and Sudhakar for this wonderful opportunity. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Dear listeners, to know more about our speaker and the content, refer to the show notes 
and visit or follow us on social media. We are available on LinkedIn, Facebook, Insta, Twitter, Pinterest, and also on YouTube. Just search for The Guiding Voice and then follow, like, subscribe to us and also please share within your network. In addition, please feel free to email us at The Guiding Voice for you. That is T-H-E-G-U-I-D-I-N-G-V-O-I-C-E four as a digit, U as a letter at gmail.com or WhatsApp us on India number 94945871877. Again, it is India number 94945871877 and we will be happy to collaborate. All right. So Sudhakar, you may want to talk about an exciting opportunity of featuring our audience on this show. Sure, Naveen. So guys, off late, we have been receiving a lot of career guidance related questions from our regular listeners through YouTube, LinkedIn, WhatsApp and email. And we are responding to them one on one. Now, we are pleased to open up a new mode of interacting with you all while providing a chance to broadcast yourself. If you have any questions related to education, career guidance or a specific IT function, please send your voice message through speakpipe.com slash the guiding voice. We will play your question in your voice along with the answer either from us or our expert panel in our future episodes. Hope you will utilize this wonderful opportunity. All right. So it brings us to the trivia segment of today's episode. And today's trivia is about computers. So folks, do you know what was the first personal computer to be offered commercially with a GUI, which stands for Graphical User Interface. I'm sure most of you are wondering it might be Microsoft PC, but in case if you are thinking that, it is wrong. So it is the Apple Lisa computer that offered GUI first. Interesting, isn't it? Thank you for listening. There is more in store, folks. Stay tuned. Have a wonderful time. Take care. Be safe. Until next time. Bye-bye. 